0: You're on the Plants Grow Here podcast. I'm Daniel Fuller. Come along with me as we enter a hidden world of deep horticultural, ecological and landscape gardening knowledge with featured experts, industry professionals and enthusiasts. The world expects a lot from us. We need to turn up to work every day with a smile on our face, ready to have a laugh with our co-workers, our boss and our clients. Sometimes, that laugh starts to feel a little bit hollow, and then we might realise that we're genuinely overstressed or unhappy. Or even worse, we don't realise it and we continue on thinking everything's okay until one day a straw breaks a camel's back and we have a meltdown. But counselling and psychotherapy can be incredibly expensive, especially when you're not making a million bucks every year. In this episode, we're going to explore a free option that's specifically designed for people to access the counselling we need, especially us blokes who don't always like to talk about our feelings. Jason Banks is head of partnerships at TX, a not-for-profit counselling service that's available via phone for anybody to talk with somebody about what's going on in your life. TX stands for This is a Conversation Starter, and it was created by Ed Ross and Dan Allen two tradies that recognised a lack of support for blue-collar workers who aren't always the first to put their hand up and ask for help when they're struggling. Whether you feel like you're really struggling or you reckon you just get a bit flat from time to time, hopefully you get a lot out of this episode and you can check the show notes for the number to call or text at any time. Welcome to the show, Jason. It's great to be here um, on a Monday morning. Great to be here. (laughs) So Jason, what is mental health and why is it an issue for tradies in this country?
1: Yeah, well, um, it's, a, it's a common asked question around mental health um, and it's a lot like our physical health. We have, um, like we have physical health, we all have mental health and, um, you know, mental health includes our emotional and psychological and social well-being. Um, it affects how we think, how we feel and how we act as well. Um, it also determines on how we can sort of handle that stress, um, relate to others and really make choices, I guess. And, um, you know, often over our period of our life, um, you know, we'll experience uh, many different mental health um, challenges, um, whether that's four or five in one day or it's over a period, length of period of time. Um, we all experience it. You know, it affects our thinking, our mood. Um, and how, how our behaviors can be really affected, I guess. And, you know, often people think that, you know, they don't have a mental health challenge. We all, or they might not experience something around mental health. But, you know, life experiences such as trauma, or abuse can also affect our mental health. You know, family history. You know, if there's been um, a history of mental health problems throughout the throughout the family, as well as as we're growing up. Um, and then you've also got sort of the biological factors that impacted that, which is sort of, you know, it could be a, how your brain's wired, um, and also you know, such as your such as your genes as well. So um, you know, mental health. It, we all have it. Um, it's how we manage mm-hmm. it. It's, it's how we actually manage things and putting processes in place to be able to sort of manage our own mental health like we do our physical health. And, um, you know, I think when we think about, you know, tradies, um, you know, in those blue-collar industries, um, you know, they're they're not immune from mental health challenges every day, Um, whether they're working on a building site. Um, You know, and they're a subcontractor and they don't know sort of when their next job's coming up. Um, They could be working long hours a day, you know, anywhere up to, you know, 12, 14 hour a day. So they're away from their family. Um, So there's many, I think, for tradies working out there. I think they're probably living in, working in an environment where it's probably a little bit of that sort of having that image where everything's okay. Um, you know, I'm bulletproof. Um, I'm working in this industry that's traditionally sort of, um, you know, is dominated by sort of that, um, you know, nothing can really stop me. Um, but we all have impact of mental health challenges, whether it's, you know, as I said, on a daily basis or or it's a more longer term challenge that we may be experiencing. So I think the trade industry are not immune to this and none of us are in society. Um, mm. it's, how we, it's how we manage it and how we actually uh, look for ways to sort of combat, I guess, that um, and to be able to put things
0: in place to fill our own cups up. Mm, fill our own cups up. That's a good statement. I like that. So where would you draw the line about Like, Is mental health something that you can easily say, oh, this person's mentally healthy and this person's mentally unwell, or can it be like people who are mentally well still don't want to get up to go to work for a few days? Um, Where do you draw that line, or is it more subtle than that?
1: I think that we all experience, I think, you know, um, you know, where people have got more of that biological or, you know, those gene factors, you know, that's, that's how they're wired. So they've probably got to put a little bit more emphasis into strategies to be able to support that. Um, for people that may not have those sort of, you know, those the genes or the family history, um, what they need to think about is, you know, I during a day, even though I might be well, um, and that's physically, but also mentally. There could be things during the day that could trigger me to sort of have a bit of a, you know, a challenge or an episode, or not to be able to deal with things in the right way. And I think that we all, in during the during the days or the weeks, um, we'll all have those moments. Um, and I think it's being being accepted that it's okay to feel like that. It's okay to feel you know, that I'm not 100%. Um, how do I actually combat this? Or what's the strategy in place that I can actually eliminate this feeling again? Or, you know, do I actually just have to think about, you know, how do I get my support crew and my, my friends and my mates out there, you know, to, to, to lean on to be able to ask them, you know, I'm having a challenge. How do I get through this? Um, so none of us are immune. You know, I know myself in, in previous roles that I've had, um, my mental health could fluctuate into four different um, experiences in one day. Depending on the environment that I'm working in, you know, I get in the car and there could be, you know, someone who could pull out in front of me on the, on the road and that could trigger something. Um, so we're not immune to those feelings at all around that mental, around that mental health. And I think our physical, we put so much emphasis on our physical well being. We go to the gym, you know, we, we go for a walk or we think about how we eat and to be physically fit. Um, but often we don't put the time into being, making sure that we are mentally fit. Um, And I think that's where the sort of we've got to spend more focus on, um, you know, have understanding, you know, what does our
0: mental fitness look like? Mm, Well said. I'd like to talk about some solutions in a minute. But before we get there, can you tell us some of the barriers that prevent tradies from getting help?
1: Well, I think the... One of the biggest barriers is the individual themselves. Um, (laughs) Actually accepting that, you know, it is okay to feel like I'm not okay. Um, And I think that's probably the number one barrier. Um, You know, they they could be working on a job site and they don't feel the comfort feel comfortable enough to be able to open up to one of their mates or one of their work colleagues that things aren't quite right um they might not feel comfortable talking about that with their partners or their loved ones as well um so i think that's the number one barrier is actually accepting to go you know what i'm not feeling too good today um i think the other thing from a tradie's perspective is time um and financials um you know Mm. Tradies working long hours. They're starting on the job site as soon as the sort of sun comes up, and often they're working on that site or working out on the tools until the sun comes down. So, how do I actually get access to an organisation or you know a professional to be able to have a chat to when I'm working these hours? Um, you know, as soon as I go off the tools, I might not get paid. Um, I've got a deadline. I've got to get that job done. So I think that's one of the, 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 the other barriers as well. Um, it's that physical barrier of how do I actually go and see somebody? Um, and then there's the financial barrier, you know, um, to be able to access professional help support in Australia, unless you're going through the process of getting on a mental health care plan through your GP, um, where it's bulk build, um, you know, it's expensive um, to be able to access support out there. So, you know, if I'm going for a session with a counsellor or, or a psych, you know, that could be a couple of hundred dollars per session. Um, mm. And if I need one of those sessions a, a week, you know, those those dollars start to really add up and then, you know, that puts a pressure on the financial, you know, bucket that they have for their financials to be able to live off. Um, so, yeah, so I think there's a the three barriers that I really see is the individual, the physical barriers of actually being able to get support and then the financial barriers of actually being able to afford it as well. Hmm.
0: So, somebody actually asked that question back in the early days of Trademutt and TX. So, can you please walk us through the initial story of how the two boys started Trademutt and, you know, what was their problem? Like, what were they trying to solve?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Ed and Dan, who are the co-founders of uh, Trademart and TX, um, you know, in two thousand and fifteen, uh, both the boys—they're both chippies. Um, Ed was actually Dan's apprentice um, on, a, on a resi building site here in Brisbane, and um, Dan received a phone call from his uh, one of his best mates, Dan, who was also called Dan, um, letting him know that um, he'd just been um, given the opportunity to start a uh, start a job as a mature age apprenticeship as a car carpenter as well. And, um, you know, the boys uh, were pretty stoked that their you know, their mate um, Dan's best mate, had actually had that opportunity to sort of follow in their footsteps, I guess, to become a chippy and become a tradesperson. Um, so that, they had these emotions of, you know, these high emotions going through. And, um, you know, if we wind the clock forward, you know, a few days later on a Sunday morning, uh, Dan actually receives a phone call um, informing him um, that his best mate had taken his own life, and um, you know that that sent rock shockwaves through the boys um, emotionally. Um, how do I deal with this? And all of a sudden, Ned, who was you know, Dan's apprentice, who Dan was there to support Ed through his trade, um, it all of a sudden, um, you know, the tides had sort of turned a little bit where Ed then became Dan's number one support, through, support crew to get him through this. And, um, you know, the, a range of emotions that you go through when, you know, any of us lose a loved one. Um, you know, it, it's a, how we sort of manage that, you know, all the questions that are out there that need to be answered on how did this happen, why didn't we see this happening, what could I have done differently? And, um, you know, over the next couple of years, the boys sort of, you know, reached out for mental health support, um, you know, after they, they'd exhausted their own support crew. And, you know, when they started to think about, you know, what can we do to actually change, you know, how mental health is um, is sort of spoken about, how it's sort of promoted the awareness out there within the blue-collar and trade industry. And um, being a couple of young entrepreneurs, um, they, they used to sit down at Smoko's and lunchtimes and have all these you know, ideas of, you know, what can we do to, you know, change how this mental health thing is sort of spoken about. And, um, you know, a few years later with a, with a bit of cash that they'd actually saved up from doing cashes, which is, uh, um, you know, something that's in the industry. They <laughs> Hopefully there's no one from the tax department listening right now. But, um, you know, they, they came up with this idea of, well, why don't we get some, we're sick of wearing khaki and blue. Um, how can we make high-vis funky? and eye-catching. And um, so with their money, they went out and bought 1,500 work shirts and, and two laptops, and um, they launched the business, the trademark business. And, you know, they they often talk about we had two ways that this was going to go. One, it was going to be great. We're going to start conversations with our work shirts. Or two, we're going to end up with 1,500 work shirts for the rest of our lives, um, ranging from sizes <laughs> from – Ranging from small right up to you know three XL. So any weight changes that they had through their career, they were going to be fully covered. So, um, but fortunately for them and everybody else out there that's been been able to support Trademart and um, and start conversations, um, it worked. Um, it took off, um, and on the back of all the shirts, um, you know, it says. This is a conversation starter, and that's what the shirts are designed to do: is to start conversations and feel that it's okay to open up, it's okay to have that chat. Um, so yeah, so that's how the sort of the trademark workwear brand that started, and um, you know the the trademark. Often a question that I get asked is, um, you know, how did they, how did they come up with trademark? Well, um, there's a little bit of a story behind that. One of um, you know Ed's uh, God. Uh, godfathers his godfather um, actually had a had a dog that um, had a red uh, had a uh, business that was uh had the name dog in it and um you know he actually one of their logos was you know this this dog ears that you see the trademark brand and you know they wanted to unfortunately the um you know the dog had passed away and they wanted to be able to sort of continue the the legacy that they'd had with his um with his godfathers um a logo and his business, and they did a bit of brainstorming, and you know they kept they wanted the logo the the Muddies logo, and then they kept they came up with well his trademark, and so that's when trademark was born in two thousand eighteen. Um, so they sort of were starting conversations with this workwear brand, um, but there was a couple of things that they really wanted to do. One is that they wanted to be a social enterprise workwear business, and to be a social enterprise um, business in Australia, 50% of your profits uh, need to sort of be uh, given to a charity, and they wanted to give it into the mental health space because that's the space that they were working in and they wanted to be able to provide financially profit back into something else that was giving um, support to the mental health support. And um, they also realized that people were starting the conversations with the shirts, but they actually had nowhere specifically to be able to direct them Mm. um, to get that support, you know, that chat, you know, um, I'm having a, I'm having a not a bad, I'm having a crappy day or I'm having a crap week. And there's lots of great organizations out there that provide mental health support, um, but a lot of it tends to be sort of towards that crisis care. Um, so in true Ed and Dan form, um, being two tradies that just went out and started a workwear business as tradies, they've got no background in fashion and they went and act- actually started a fashion business and, um, they just went out and said, well, there's nothing out there for the blue-collar industry around getting mental health support, so stuff it. We're just going to go and start a non-for-profit organisation. We'll put 50% of our profits from Trademart into it. We'll launch it and we'll provide a free mental health support to the blue-collar industries and those that care about them. And T X. uh the name itself and the, is the logo itself is a conversation starter, but it is actually the acronym for this is a conversation starter. So there's a real, really nice link between trademark workwear brands starting the conversations, but then you've got an organisation like TX that actually is there to be able to continue the conversation as well.
0: Mm. I think that having the shirt as a conversation starter and then having the, um, the crisis, well, not crisis, sorry, having the mental health help sort of back it up is very powerful. And I'd like to share a story that I've um, experienced myself with the shirts. So I had someone working under me who was wearing this shirt and I sort of told him, hey mate, that's fancy dress, you can't wear that. And he sort of said, well, actually, this is what this shirt means. These are my struggles and this is what I'd like to be sharing. And needless to say, you know, it was totally fine that he wore that shirt after that because it actually was a conversation starter and it really did start the conversation. And it helped me understand a little bit more about this person who I'd been working next to for so long and their struggles.
1: Yeah that's that's and I I hear those stories you know every day Daniel it's um and I get two things when somebody sees me wearing a trademark shirt one you know I love the shirt I've never seen it what's it about and I get that opportunity mm. to be able to share the story and the other one is I hope they're paying you to wear that shirt and um <laughs> either either way it starts a conversation and um and that's what it's about it's about sharing the story and you know when somebody wears a trademark shirt and i see them out there and i've I've just recently been away at a at a festival for the over the past few days and um I would have seen, uh, you know, more than 30 people wearing a trademark shirt. And a lot of them, when I walk past, I'd say, Hey, thanks for your support. Love the trade much shirt. And all of a sudden, we're getting a photo and a conversation started from, you know, people that I don't even know from all different backgrounds because of the connection that we have, you know, through the shirt and the power of a shirt. And, you know, on every one of the shirts, there's the lettering, uh, you'll never walk alone. Um, Dan's best mate, who, who I spoke about earlier, um, who took his life, he was a mad Liverpool supporter. Um, so he lives in honour of us every single day that nobody does walk alone. And, you know, underneath the left breast pocket of all the shirts is a is a QR code, um, you know, which is strategically placed so that, you know, if somebody is struggling, you've got a mate that's struggling, you just got to get them to scan that QR code and um, they can get through to getting some support through TX and learn more about the trademark and TX story.
0: Hmm. Look, we've talked about some pretty heavy stuff, suicide, and I think some people who are sitting here listening to this right now might be struggling with issues of their own. Maybe they know someone who's. Um, had a struggle of their own and done something, you know, maybe had a final solution for themselves or maybe they're just struggling within themselves and they need to talk with somebody. How can listeners use TX for free? Simple. Call text.
1: Um, you know, the way that the, we have set up TX is that we want it to be easy, relatable and accessible um, to the to the blue-collar and trade industry, and, and it's there for those that care about them as well. So if you've got a loved one or a best mate um, that is struggling, um, it's as simple as just sending a text to saying, hey, you know what, I'm not feeling really good, quite good right now. Um, can somebody call me back? Um, or it could be, uh, you know, I don't feel comfortable picking up the phone and calling um can we do this counseling session via text um so you actually don't even have to pick up the phone because one of the biggest barriers that people have when they are reaching out is you know what do i say you know, uh, this is the first time that I've ever had the opportunity to reach out for mental health support. Um, what do I say when that somebody answers the other phone, uh, the phone at the other end? Um, so tr- we t- we've taken that barrier away from them, um, or simply just need to just call and say, "Hey, you know what? Um, I'm struggling in a relationship right now. I'm having financial challenges right now. You know, my partner is not going through a really good patch at the moment. Um, can I talk to somebody?" And um, when you when you call TX, um, there'll be someone at the other end of the phone that'll take your call. Um, they'll sort of ascertain, you know, sort of what level of support that you need. Um, it could be that, you know, you need support straight away. Uh, or it could be that, you know what, um, let's get you in for a for next counselling session. And, you know, TX offers up to eight counselling sessions um, for free, um, so there's no financial, um, you know, commitment that you have to make on this. The biggest commitment that you have to make is for yourself, um, is to commit to doing the sessions. Um, but you know what, if you can't make it, you know, you don't have to feel stressed by that. Um, you know, you just got to let the guys know that, you know, can I reschedule that session? And the beauty about coming through TX is that you actually get the opportunity to spend your whole journey through your mental health sort of counseling sessions with the same counselor. Um, and I think that's probably sets us apart from probably some, maybe some of the other organisations out there that where you might ring up this week and then you might ring up next week. You might have actually a different person that you're talking to, um, and often that can actually put a bit of anxiety on the individual because they've got to relive um, or re-talk about you know their challenges that they have. At least by having the same the same individual, the same counsellor um, through all your sessions, um, you know, you know that they've got your back. Um, and they're going to support you all the way through. And, and our goal is to get people into talking to TX and get us out, get them out as quickly as possible and get them back on track. Um, so I think you mentioned before around crisis care, you know, TX isn't crisis. Um, even though we will manage and process and triage any caller that calls us, um, we about that sort of that brief that getting that, that intervention in, you know, when I feel that things aren't quite right. Um, you know, I think I mentioned earlier in the piece that um, in the start of this podcast that, you know, physical health is as, as is, is, is as important, but our mental health is even more important. And, you know, think about it. I go to the gym or I go for that walk for that physical health. Why don't you just call TX or text TX today, even though things might be going okay, just for your mental fitness, um, it could be just, hey, you know what? I know that I've got a challenging time coming up in the next six months, or you know, I know that I'm having a couple of relationship issues, or you know, I, I could have lost my job just recently, and you know, I know that I'm going to need some support. Get onto it early. Get onto it before that actually happens, so that um, the counsellors can work through ways and strategies on how you or the individual can could be able to combat um, the challenges that they may be facing in the in the in the short time, but. If you are struggling, um, you know it's as simple as just calling a text. It's and it's a really easy number. It's zero four triple eight four six nine double eight, and um, you could text someone today, and um, they'll get back to you, um, you know, within a really timely manner, um, and to be able to get you booked into
0: a session. Absolutely. So, look, if you forget the number, it's zero four triple eight four six nine double eight. You can always Google T X T-I-A-C-S. T I A C S and that stands for This is a Conversation Starter. And you can also check out the links in the show notes. We'll have some links in there for you to be able to easily access this wonderful service. Oh, fantastic. So good. So you mentioned there that, you know, TX was a little bit different from some of the other services that were around, you know, Lifeline, um, Kids Helpline, some of these things, they're really more targeted towards crisis. So, how like, why is the gap? that TX sits in. Why is that an important gap?
1: Well, I, I think that if you think about the journey of mental health and you know, we've got the start of the journey, which is more around awareness more of advocacy um, and then after that will come the training so you know mental health first aid training so you know how can i be able to support my friends or my work colleagues and then you, at the other end you've got the more crisis support or sort of higher intervention support um, which is great organizations like you know lifeline lifelines out there you've got the cat teams in, in each of the states which is the crisis um, action teams that are in each of the hot states to be able to support people um, but there's this really big gap in the middle where um, you know people can go and access you know private counsellors or psychs they can go to their gp and get access um, to their mental health care plan um, which as i said before it could really be a challenge you know physically and also financially um, for tx is that we want to be relatable so you know Uh, We target the blue-collar industry. Um, You know, our catchphrase is that we support mental health counselling for tradies, truckies, rural, blue-collar workers and those that care about them. So um, for us, we want to be relatable, and I think that's one of the biggest differences. And, you know, over 70% of our callers have never reached out for mental health support before, um, which tells us that that's a great thing because hopefully they're reaching out to us Now to an organization that gives relatable, you know, support and they won't end up down further down that mental health journey of meeting more higher interventional crisis care. So, um, for us, that's, that's probably the one biggest thing is the, it's relatable. Um, it's easy to access um and you know when you're ringing up one of our counselors we're talking our counselors are talking to blue collar workers people that wear high vis every single day um so they know how to relate um they know the challenges that um you know people are facing at the moment um you know the number one reason why a male will call tx is because of relationship issues and um, and challenges. So our counsellors are really attuned to, you know, what's happening out there um, within the industry, what's happening out there within the market and within society as well. So um, I think for us it's it's relatable to the industry um, and we're removing that physical and that financial barrier. And, you know, one of the common asked questions that we get asked or our counsellors get asked at the end of a session or the intake session that they get is, um, I can't afford any sessions. And it's, no, no, it's 100% free. There is no cost to you at all. The only thing that we ask for you of you that's going to cost you is your time, you know, 45 minutes a week or 45 minutes every second week or a month, whatever, you know, the counsellor, you know, deems to be the right, you know, the right sort of process that they need to to get them back on track. So all we're after is their time.
0: Hmm. What a wonderful service to be out there just for free. People like you and me and the listeners can just access this absolutely for free. It's not something that's very common in this world. Is something that's actually generously free.
1: And uh, often the boys, you know, Ed and Dan through the trademark, um, you know, process the ED- electronic emails that they send out. They often just send an email out saying, hey, today's the day. Just go and call mm. TX. Go mm-hmm. and you, you might not actually be having a challenge now, but just go and experience what it's like to text or call and speak to one of the TX counsellors. Um, and you might only have one session. You might not even need it yourself, but at least you can experience it. So when you know that your mate on the building side or you know your loved one at home needs support, you can actually feel confident to go. You know what? There's a support service out there that is there for you to be able to support you. Um, here it is. Here's the number. Here's the QR code. Give them a call. Give them a text. We operate from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday to Friday. So where before I was talking about a tradie being on a on a, on a work site or on a job um, until 6 o'clock at night, um, a counsellor can have them booked in at 7 or 8 o'clock at night. So it's actually not taking them away from their work life as well. So, mm-hmm. um, so there's an easy sort of service that they can access um, at any time during the week.
0: I love that. So you mentioned that, um, you know, 50% of Trademart's profits go to TX. First of all, can I ask, and you can say, oh, you don't have this figure, I'm not sure if you do have this figure, but how much has Trademart donated to TX so far?
1: yeah um one thing about tx and one thing about trademark and everybody is we're about we're really big on transparency um we want to be able to show you know the people that are making a financial contribution um what they're actually delivering back into the community and and trademark was the first ever funder of tx um so they basically fund one full-time counselor every single year so you know we're coming up to our third year that we've been operating in june for tx so you know Trademart have supported over $350,000 of their profit back directly into wow. TX since starting. Um, but what's probably, even though the, that funding is great, I think the numbers, you know, that really stand out for me is that Trademark, as an organisation alone has supported over 4,000 clients um, since TX started, over 3,000 hours of conversation. And when you convert the market value of services back into the community so when we say market value services if i was to go and get you know private counseling um you know that's the market value um their investment has contributed back into the community $697,000 of market value counseling support services back into the community for free um which is wow. just outstanding um but you know Trademart is only one of our funders or one of our financial Mm. partners because we can't do what we can do by supporting over 16,000 clients since we took our first phone call without the support of the industry as well. So, um, you know, Trademark were the ones that started it, but they are, you know, one of over 35 of our financial partners that support us on a regular basis.
0: So let's go through those 35 then. So can you tell us a little bit about the TX Alliance
1: Yeah, so um, we sort of have a couple of different ways how we're funded. The Alliance is our key funding model. Um, You know, it's a contribution-based model where, um, because I probably should have started, as I said, when we talk about funded by industry, uh, TX is a non-for-profit or a charity um, where you get no government funding at all. So we're completely 100% funded by the community or by the industry. Um, So the Alliance is really set up to give us regular funding, sustainable funding for us to be able to go, you know, long-term into the future um, to be able to provide support um, back into the blue-collar and trade industry. So uh, we have over, I think it's 39 Alliance partners and, you know, I can't name them all. Um, I'll be here for another 40 minutes. (laughs) But, um, you know, we've got organisations like AAM investment group which is a, a, a rural um, investment company that you know fund us they're a top tier alliance partner um, along with trademark we have csq which is construction skills queensland um, we've got henley homes that have just jumped on board recently with us as well as a top tier alliance partner um, we've got pilot men's mental he- uh, men's health products that are also um, a top-tier alliance partner. Um, But then we have organisations like, you know, Jim's Group, um, Coats Hire, um you know carpet one um you know dalson's hardware you know the list goes on you know plumbing plus is another one so we're covering all these different industries and you know then we've got scully rsv rsv which is a refrigeration hire truck company so they're in the trucking industry um to be able to support it um so we have that as our alliance partnership but then we also have which is recently just been launched is a way that smaller organizations or businesses can jump on board and support TX and we call it the legends of TX and for those listeners out there that want to know a little bit more jump over to you know www.tx.org to learn more about this but we want grassroots to be able to support us it's great getting the the big names and the big organizations out there um, supporting TX but we want the mum and dad business to be able to contribute in a way that they're giving back into the industry or the community that they're living in um, and knowing that their money is actually going into, you know, a service that is actually having an impact and making a difference. So there's the the three ways that a a smaller organization can jump on board. Definitely we want the alliance partnerships um, to continue, but smaller organizations can jump on board by one. We ask ask them to do three things for us. Um, One Create awareness around TX and that's whether or not it's through your employee base, your customer base, um, whichever way that you're through your social media. Two, jump on board and support Trademark and get a few of your team wearing Trademark shirts um, and we'll talk about Funky Shirt Friday a little bit later in the podcast, but um, that's another way. And then the third way is just make a contribution. It could be a regular contribution. It could be a one-off contribution. It could be host an event. Um, And we actually had recently an organisation, a a farming, it's a homestead, it's called Taylor's Homestead, um, and I'll give them a shout-out because they're a potato farming organisation down in the bottom of WA and they have sunflowers out there so they've looked at diversifying their business in many different ways other than just potato farming. And um, they opened up their weekend um, to the community to sell sunflowers, um, they start charged an entry fee with all the funding going back into TX. Um, at the end of the weekend, they raised $5,000 for us. Um, so, you know, being able to do that, they become a legend of TX. One, they know that they're having a social impact. Two, they're spreading the word around who TX is to their farming community. And, you know, 7% of our callers are actually actually from the farming community. Um, So we know that there's a big gap there. And just recently in the last couple of weeks, um, they've done a farmer's uh, mental well-being report, um, which really aligns with mental health and that there are struggles out there within that rural community. So um, that's the way that they can jump on board and um, to be able to support TX and and support us with funding. As I said, we, uh, we want Want to be long term. We want to be sustainable, and um, we want the community to be able to be able to f- jump on board and support us.
0: Love it. So, how does TX and Trademark like? Like, what's the company culture like working at an organization like this? Like, um, do they really practice what they preach? Well. I, I, think I've meant, I think I've
1: used the terminology fill my cup up um, at yeah. the start uh, or fill your cup up. Um, my cup is full every day. Um, you know, I think that uh, working for an organisation, I'm on the TX side, um, but we have very tight conduit between Trademart and TX, uh because – you know, Ed and Dan are, are over there running the trademark business, but they're on the board of, um, of TX and, you know, have a very strong, I was only talking to Dan this morning um, and, you know, so I talk to the boys pretty much most days. But um, I think when I look at the trademark side of things around mental well being, one of the things that they've just recently launched in trademark is a four-day working week for their team. Mm. Um, you know, they've launched that as a trial for six months where their team work four days a week. They're off on a Friday, um, you know, still get, you know their normal wage that they were getting working five days a week, but they're really about you know challenging the status quo on how can we mentally support and give our, our employees um, the opportunity to be able to to live a life to have to fill their cups up, I guess. Um, you know, so that's what they're doing from a trademark side of things. Um, TX, we're a very small team. We've got a counselling service from Monday to Friday, so we, we we're not working on adopting that um, ourselves. Um, But one of the things I think is that um, working for an organisation that's giving back, the way that TX does, um, you know, fills my cup up every day. Because I know every day when I wake up, you know, whether I'm jumping on this podcast today, and one of your listeners reaches out just through listening to the TX story today, and makes a call to one of their to one of our counsellors to get support. I know that my job's been done today and that I've been able to support someone to get back on track as quick as possible. So um, I think working for a non-for-profit organisation, you have the opportunity to give back and um, I'm giving back into a space that I've been impacted myself, um, you know, through different challenges, myself personally or through my family members. Um, So this is just another way of giving back. But, um, you know, working for two tradies um, and uh, I often tell this story. Recently we had a board meeting and – I felt a little bit overdressed because I had a trademark shirt on. I had a pair of <laughs> I had a pair of shorts and I had my work boots on. Um, the two co-founders work walked in um, with. Thongs on shorts and a trademark shirt. So I think to the next board meeting, I might have to wear a pair of thongs um, to the board <laughs> meeting. But I guess I, I talk about that because that just shows you the authenticity that um, they haven't lost that you know that larrikin, tradie um, feel of who they are and who they are who they want to be, and and, they, and that runs all the way through both trademark and TX as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, I would tell listeners to follow um, the team, like everyone from TX and Ed and Dan on social media too. There will be links in the show notes.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and jump on and follow them on uh, TX and Trademutt on any of the social media pages. Um, The Trademutt ones uh, have the humor side of them running some pretty crazy videos that they do from from time to time. Um, But it just shows you that, you know, mental health just doesn't have to be a subject that, you know, has this, I guess, this, sort of negative feel about it um it needs to be promoted we need to make fun we need to have fun and um you know because when we know that when we're smiling and we're laughing our endorphins and everything about us is 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 running high so it makes us feel good um so yeah so just to jump over and uh, give the guys a follow
0: so let's just sort of let's zoom out for a second here let's just have a look at like what does tx and trade might Want to affect in the world like what does it change? What does the world look like if trademark and TX are successful?
1: Well, I think ultimately um, it comes back to the original story of the boys that um, that no mate receives a phone call that their mate has taken their own life. you know that that's that's where we would love to be. Uh, we know that um, you know it's a pretty um, pretty big audacious goal to have. Um, but, you know, even though there's going to be all these, uh, these times where people do, you know, still, still go down that path, um, we know that we're impacting and, and along the way, uh, we're eliminating or preventing people from actually going down that path themselves. Um, so definitely, you know, pr- to prevent the suicide, um, is definitely one thing that, um, we would love to have as a goal, um, and see reduce, see that reduce considerably within the blue collar. Know trade trucky rural areas, um, but I think also a, a one of our other goals is is getting it out there that it is okay to open up, it is okay to feel like I'm not okay, um, it's okay to have a cry, um, it's okay to you know shed some tears um, when things aren't going quite uh, quite so well. So I think for us, as much as what there's the goal around the statistic and the and that target, um, our goal is to is to really be, and I think. Um, when we look at our vision and the TX vision that, you know, it took a while to get there where we, where we are with our vision, but it's quite simple. And that is to be the mental health support service you tell your mates about. Um, mm. um, it took a while. We're like, we're rattling our brains. Who do we want to be? What do we want to do? What, what's our vision? And, you know, it was simple. It was sitting in front of us, you know, we, I'm sitting at a, I could be sitting in a pub. I could be sitting on a building site in a roadhouse, um, and my mate's struggling Hey, there's a service out there. Give these guys a call. Mm-hmm. That's as simple as what it is, and and our vision really is to be the mental health support service that you tell your mates about. And if we can, if we can achieve that vision, we know that we're one step closer to you know preventing you know suicide within the industry. But also, we're just giving that op- people the opportunity to. It's okay to open up. Um, you know, I think uh, we I saw one of the one of our data stats this morning. That you know, in the last three months, seventy-one percent of our callers were male, um, which is a new high for us in the quarter. Um, mm. Which tells me and tells us as an organisation that the message is getting out there that it's okay as males um, and females. But females are white, a little bit different to us us males, um, thats uh, that it is okay to open up. And, you know, to have a statistic that we have 70% of our callers are male and 70% of people are ringing uh, mental health support service for the first time really tells us that we are starting to live that vision that we are the mental health support service that you tell your mates about.
0: I love that. I think the whole brand is very cohesive towards that, from the logo to the work shirts, just to the whole the way you speak to us as your audience. It's all very on brand and very much like you feel comfortable telling your mates about it because it's not um, it's not cringy. It's um, just very down to earth, blue collar, and it's sort of it, you speak our language. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Thanks. So.
1: Thank you. We appreciate that because that's great feedback for us because we're a simple run business and organization that really wants to run it simple by providing a free mental health support service. That's as simple as it gets.
0: So I've got three more questions for you. Um, I just wanted to ask, do you like measure, like do you have any key performance indicators that you measure in terms of your success with TX or?
1: Yeah, definitely, Daniel. We, um, and I think I sort of mentioned that, you know, we're, we're really focused on transparency. So, we want to be able to show to our funding and people that reach out to us, um, you know, if, even if you jump on our social media pages, um, you'll often see our quarterly impact or our monthly impact. We're really open about this now. You know, when you, one of the things that you do when you ring TX is 100% confidential. Um, so we're not taking mm-hmm. any of your details. Um, we don't ask for survey questions to be done. Our counsellors are trained to be able to get, you know, certain things that we can get out um, from some of the questions, to be able to, one, you know, is there a focus that we need to have around relationships? And a lot of our alliance partners use our data um, to be able to go, well, hey, people that are reaching out to TX the number one reason that they're calling is through relationships. Well, maybe we need to give our employees opportunities to be able to get support for relationships or financials through accountants and you know financial services so um but since we started in took our first phone call in june 2020 so these boys did start a a non-for-profit organization uh, right in the middle of covid um <laughs> as crazy as what it was um but yeah we supported over 16,200 clients um, you know, 14 and a half thousand hours of conversations have been had on text or phone um, with calls in that time. And, you know, two and a half million dollars of market value services have been put back into the Australian community for free with no um, funding from government at all. Um, it's all been supported 100% by by industry, and you know, number one reason why someone will call us is relationships, followed by anxiety and depression, and, and financial, really does come into that as well. You know, often, anxiety and depression, you know, can be sort of triggered by financial stress, um, and we often know, we know that the moment in Australia that um, there's a lot of talked about around. You know, financial stress, interest rates, cost of living, um, and sometimes we just got to get ahead of the ball game to be able to go. Well, how do I combat this? What are some of the strategies that I can put in place to to sort of um, address that as well? So, um, so yeah, so definitely we we're quite open around our impact. Uh, we at our board meetings, our quarterly board meetings, we talk openly around the impact that we've had um, and how people have heard about us. Um, because we want to be able to be transparent, so that you know people can actually, we want to. We're one of those organisations that want to be able to show that you know where your fun, where funding is going into. So, whether it's a two dollar donation or it's a hundred thousand dollar donation, um, this is what it's going into. So, every ninety dollars roughly that we receive from funding um, funds another hour of counselling support service to someone in the community that really needs
0: it. Wow. So, like, what's Funky Shirt Friday?
1: Funky Shirt Friday. Well, there's no better day than a Friday to start a conversation. So, <laughs> um, so the uh, about twelve, just over twelve months ago, I think it was that you know um, the boys wanted to start sort of. Uh, there's often organisations out there don't just do Funky Shirt Friday. They'll do Wellness Wednesday or they'll do Wacky Wednesday or Tropical Thursday. Um, for the guys, they really just wanted to start this sort of movement happening that, you know, Fridays, are, you know, it's a great day leading into the weekend where, as I said, there's no better day than a Friday to start a conversation. And, you know, often organizations will, will just, you know, they might have their corporate livery during the week or their corporate, you know, attire or uniform that they have during the week. But it's okay on a Friday to wear a funky shirt. Um, yeah, we, we prefer that you'd be wearing a trademark funky shirt, but, um, (laughs) Hey, if it's any funky shirt and it's going to start a conversation, then you know what, it's all positive for the community. So, um, so they launched that and there's, you know, different ways that organizations can jump on board with that. Um, and then all of a sudden it's created this movement that funky shirt Friday, um, sort of started. They, they launched it through a series of podcasts that they did last year. So you can jump onto, you know, their boys podcast on Spotify or your sort of the network that you use. And, um, you know, jump on and listen a little bit more about Funky Shirt Friday and really it's just starting a movement um, that it's okay and, you know, often I talk to people to say that, you know, I, I would never have worn one of those shirts until they launched Funky Shirt Friday and now that I am, I want to wear one every day. Mm. Um, so, um, so funky show Friday, as I said, no better day to start a conversation on a Friday and, um, it's leading into an often into a weekend. And, um, you know, as I said, organizations, um, you know, put this as part of their mental health campaign. Um, there's lots of days throughout the year, um, months throughout the year, um, that promote mental health uh, on certain days what the boys wanted to really have with their vision with funky shirt fired fridays is that it's a regular ritual that happens every week Mm. um that we're starting conversations not just on that one day or that in that one month or that one week of the year where it's an awareness um specific awareness day around mental health so we wanted they wanted it to be a ritual um every week where we're starting
0: conversations i love that So, Jason, we've come to the end of the episode. I always like to ask guests one final question. It doesn't have to be on topic. You can talk about anything you'd like. Is there anything you'd like the listeners to know about? I
1: would love to share the word vulnerability um, and um, I think it sort of goes in well uh, with what we've been talking about through this podcast around mental health and um, late last year I had the opportunity to talk to a, uh, a board, um, a senior board. Uh, they wanted to know more about Trademark and TX and jump on board and give us some funding um, but they wanted me to present to the board and I had a 15-minute presentation fifteen minute presentation. I walked out of the presentation an hour and 15 minutes later and Mm. um, after I'd spoken about sort of the boys' journey, um, sort of my own sort of brief journey around mental health, uh, one of the board members opened up around how they'd been impacted by mental health and suicide um, and told their story. Um, then one of the other board members opened up and spoke about a similar story. And then another board member who was who was the uh mm. most who was the oldest statesman in the room spoke about how his grandfather had um taken his own life. Um, and um when I walked out of there the CEO grabbed me and um said I've been working for these guys intimately we go away for conferences we have regular board meetings and in 15 years, I've never heard those stories. And um, he gave me a, a hug to say thank you. And I just said, i was just going to leave you. It's the power of vulnerability. Um, I was vulnerable enough to talk about the boy's story, how I have done today on this podcast. Um, and I gave the space where it was okay for people within your board to open up and talk about their own stories and that's what started it. it. It was a space that was created. Um, there was no judgment. Um, There's no prejudice. Um, everyone listened. And I said to him as I was leaving, you're going to have a tighter team and a tighter network of individuals working in this board because everyone understands each other's backgrounds now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that the, if I can let the listeners know out there that, you know, be vulnerable it's okay it's okay to open up to a mate it's okay to shed a tear um but you if you're vulnerable enough enough to open up on your own story the person you're talking to may be having a challenge and that might give them the opportunity to open up as well and um Mm. so i just leave the listeners with be vulnerable um you know be brave but be humble um but also if you are struggling, um, make sure that there is a, you reach out to the TX team. Um, and I'll, I'll mention the number again. 469 469, double eight, text or call the team um, and um, yeah, look after yourselves.
0: So, sorry, I actually lied to you. I said I only had one more question, but I have another okay. one for you just off the back of that. Um, what's the secret to being vulnerable? Because I think a lot of the time, you know, we might try to be vulnerable, but then sometimes our emotions get the better of us and we end up blaming people or, you know, can go south and we can end up actually severing those ties instead of making those connections. Do you have any secrets for or tips
1: I think the one thing, and, and you're you're right. Um, you know, some people will not feel comfortable, or it might not be. Um, when you're being vulnerable, you want to be vulnerable around the people that you that are there, that you know, that care for you um and um for me um you know i I have a i have a great support crew i have actually five people in my notes on my phone that are my support crew their names are actually written in there with their phone numbers and the reason why they're there is because i created a, a list of five support crew um that i can call on to be vulnerable because you know something that i might want to talk about i might not want to talk about with my wife Um, Mm. something that I might something that I want to talk about I might not want to talk about with my mum or my dad Mm. um, but I feel comfortable talking about it with my best mate so I think you know being vulnerable isn't not just thinking about who do I need to be vulnerable with it's actually making sure that I've got a support crew around me from all different backgrounds of you know I've on my support crew I have and I'm open about this I've got my wife I've got my mum I've got my dad I've got you know, my best mate who lives over in WA who I haven't seen in three, four years, but I talk to him every single week um, mm. about our life challenges. Um, and then, of course, I've got, you know, Ed and Dan who are great um, a great support crew to have, so I've, I sort of combine Ed and Dan as one. But um, So I think being vulnerable is making sure that we're sort of thinking about who we're being vulnerable with, that they feel comfortable with you. But one of the things that I did when I sort of got this support crew um, through the exercise was actually I, I let them know that they are part of my support crew. Mm. Um, so let people know that, hey, hey Daniel, you know what, mate, you're on my support crew now. There could be times where I might text you or call you. Um, I just may need you there for that support. When somebody knows that there's someone else's support crew, um, they're going to be more open to actually listening and, um, and because you've been able to be vulnerable enough to actually say, I need a support crew um Mm. so there's some things there some tips there for the listeners um you know look think about who your support crew you might not have five you might have two um you might have one it could be your soulmate that you know or it could be your best mate that you can tell anything about um but i think we all need those support crews places uh people in place um and then when we've exhausted those people in our support crew um that's when the organization like tx is there to be able to support them
0: yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people will hesitate before like telling someone that they they're a support person because they might feel like oh it's a burden. Actually, no. That even when you just said it to me, we were just role playing, it actually made me feel special that you said oh you're my support person. Um, yeah. So I think it actually makes people feel good. It's not going to be something that turns people off you, and. Um, Yeah. Also, I think that saying it once helps you say it the next time. So before you go and tell your boss something, maybe you want to tell your support person and get it off your chest and figure out how you feel about it. Because sometimes before you talk about it, you don't even know how you feel about something.
1: Totally. And often it's, You'd rather bounce things off. As you say, it's a bit like role-playing. I'm actually practicing what I'm saying before I go and tell somebody. And it's often always good to have somebody, you know, being able to listen. And, you know, the most common thing I get questioned about um, working in this mental health space is, you know, I've got a mate or a loved one that's having a challenge at the moment. I don't know what to say to them. I don't know how. Do, what do I say back? And I often say that we only have to be able to be one good thing, and that, and we all are good at this. We're all good listeners. Um, mm. You're never going to say the wrong thing. All you're going to do is just listen. Um, you know, always just listen, and and never sort of you know, um, give say to them, "Hey, I know what you're going through," because actually everyone has a different element of a challenge that they may be going through mentally. Um, so you know, Daniel, you might say to me, um, you know. Uh, you know, Jason, I'm, I'm really struggling at the moment, the worst thing I could do is say, oh, you know, Daniel, I know what you're going through. Well, I actually don't. Um, so it, it, that's where, where where one thing I, I th- sort of say is a no-go, just listen. Um, and then say, you know, if you don't feel comfortable yourself in providing support, that's why there's organisations like us out there and other organisations like Lifeline and the like to be able to reach out and get support through. So um, nobody will ever say the wrong thing. Um But we'll always do the wrong thing if we don't listen
0: well said what a beautiful note to end it on thank you so much for a great chat jason i really appreciate that thanks for having us today thanks so much you can text the tx support line on oh four eight 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 four six nine eight eight at any time or call between monday to friday eight a.m to 10 p.m australian eastern standard time the best time to get in contact is before you really feel like you're struggling but if you've already reached your wits end, it's especially important that you reach out to somebody. Check the show notes to buy your own Trademart shirt ready for Funky Friday this week. 50% of profits go toward funding the TX service, but more importantly, you'll be helping to spread the word that it's okay for blue-collar workers to acknowledge their own mental health. In the show notes, you'll also find links to follow Jason, Ed, Dan, TX and Trademark on social media. If you know somebody who needs to hear this information, please share it around by copying the link and texting, emailing, or sharing it on social media. Encourage your team leader or operations manager to have your workmates listen to it in the work between jobs, and you might just be a catalyst for improving somebody's life dramatically.